Hi, hello, and welcome to So It's New with Charles Francoise. I am your podcast host. Today's episode is about boy talk, where we talk about all of the relationship red flags that you need to avoid and not fall in trip like I did. It's different to the girl talk episodes that we've had every three episodes, which have been the most popular ones to date. So I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. As per usual, I tell you guys a little bit about my week and what I've been up to so you can just, you know, keep up, know what's happening, know what's new with me. So basically today went to the beach, it was so lovely. The weather's been really, really nice in Australia at the moment. It's like 30, 34 degrees, which is kind of ridiculously hot. But if you go to the beach for now, it's pretty, pretty damn nice. And the water was super clear. It was just nice. I had a yummy salad, did some scrapbooking. I built my Ikea bamboo shoe rack, felt like an absolute girl boss that could dominate all of the Ikea furniture. Also received my other Kmart packages. This is not a sponsored post, but anyone knows who knows me and who's been listening to this podcast knows I've been waiting for these packages to arrive for a while. Otherwise, I started my new job that I talked to you guys about in previous episodes, which has been really, really good. So I'm the media coordinator for this company called Lindendale Diamonds, which is really cool. So you guys should check them out, follow them on social media. I do a lot of the social media posts, the content creation, a lot of website building and e-commerce building. So that's been really good so far. So I've been doing a lot, going to a few big girl boss meetings this week about it. I've been doing a few different works and things. Otherwise, I have been seeing my boyfriend, Alex. Everything's going really well with him. All of these red flags are not <laughs> are none about him. Surprise, surprise. And I've been seeing my friends. It's been so nice. I've really been enjoying the holidays. And I just want to thank you guys for listening to today's episode. And I hope you enjoy it. Without further ado, let's dive straight into it. And also, I just want to quickly mention that red flags are more often than not warning signs that indicate unhealthy or manipulative behavior, which is not something we stand for as hot girls and hot boys as hot people, because nobody deserves to be treated that way, right? Not at all. Also, you better bloody enjoy this episode, because I'm sitting in my room with no fan on, and I'm like literally sweating my ass off, but it's worth it for this episode. Also, when I did my own research on red flags, because I thought, you know what, I want to grab more depth into this topic and just kind of give you guys more to talk about and just everything like that i the photos that they included are bloody grim like oh my god they are brutal anyways let's get started with the list so as i was saying they don't have anything to talk about yippee why this is a red flag is it kind of shows that there's like a lack of topic or that they're just not invested in the relationship because why do they feel like they don't want to talk about anything or don't want to say anything because there's a difference between being shy and being completely disengaged in a relationship right overly controlling behavior so this might be overly controlling of their own friend of themselves of you actually not themselves but of you if you know this can present itself in so many different ways and i'm also not saying that all these red flags i've experienced from one person or just in general it's just things that i would say are non-negotiable and are red flags which would make me reconsider consider who I'm seeing. So if they're overly controlling, you know, as in they're not letting you see your friends, they are really controlling over what you wear, what you eat, who you hang out with, that's not great. The solution to this would be if they say, hey, look, I think this dress would look really good on you. Why don't you try it on? That's probably a lot nicer and a better way than just being like, 
you look so shit in this here, I'm going to control what you're wearing, whatever. Lack of trust, so this goes both ways. On one hand, you don't trust them, you don't feel as though you can trust them. Either you or them haven't created the space where you feel as though the trust is a reciprocal or anything like that. It could also be a lack of trust in themselves. Because if they don't really trust themselves or seem very unaware of their own, I guess, sense of identity... That could be a bit of a red flag because sometimes things like that can just be a red flag. I'm not going to dive into that one too much. That's like number three. Number four, feeling low self-esteem. So when you hang out with them, you feel like crap, you feel broken, you don't feel great, right? Because the opposite of this is that people closest to you should build you up. They should make you feel good. That is so important in a friendship or in a relationship. You don't want it to be the opposite. I've had that before where I was thinking, wow, like I feel really bad about myself ever since I started going out with this person. And for like two, three months, I felt progressively worse and worse. And I was like, I wonder why. It's because someone's like talking shit in my ear every day, right? So that's obviously not great. Number six, they don't want to meet your friends or family. To me, that is a red flag because someone who's actually serious about you or wants to have some sort of relationship with you, whether that's an actual relationship or a situationship or a friendship or just even just being acquaintances, you kind of need that mutual respect. And I feel like that comes with kind of just knowing people's friends and family. Also, at least in my experience, it's like, if you don't want to meet my friends and family, why is that, right? Like when my ex-boyfriend said that he didn't want to meet my friends, it's because he was like, oh, your friends won't think I'm good enough for you. And like, same with your family. So you like avoided me and my family for like five months and he was right because they were all like he's such a dick wow this sounds so passive aggressive but it's not supposed to but it's just like very blunt because that's kind of the point of this episode it's just to really make a picture of you for what the red flags you should kind of keep an eye out for you know keep an eye out number seven wow it's only well only up to seven it's already um makes comments about your body so i think we need to separate from being like oh the only thing you compliment is someone's appearance or how they look that's the same thing it should be very much more like wow you know you're so smart or you're really good at this or I like hanging out with you it's a much nicer compliment to have than someone just being like oh I like your body or whatever like that's great but then it's kind of like I feel like we're kind of getting to this era at the moment where it's not all about like your appearance and things it's we bring so much more value than just our body right and especially if that's a negative comment because that doesn't help anyone there's no point criticizing someone for their appearance or just doing saying something that's really not constructive right if someone goes oh I don't like your nose it's like okay well geez thanks like how do you think one that's gonna make me feel two can't really change anything about that so there's just no point that's just like bringing the other person down which is definitely not the type of person you want to be seeing number eight makes comments or jokes about things that made you feel uncomfortable and you've previously told them that for example i might say hey look you know don't appreciate it if you call me chubby for example and if they go if they start making jokes about that specific thing a lot more because they know that it makes you feel uncomfortable that's probably not a very good thing right number nine says that you're too emotional and look here's the thing right this is just my personal opinion but if someone is too emotional maybe it's like okay let's see how can we work on this let's bring up that self-awareness that reflection and kind of see a way to work through that but if someone's saying that you're too emotional uh, in a way to kind of like gaslight you into being like you're demanding too much like you're demanding too many needs and everything that's not you being too emotional that's literally you asking for needs that they're unable to meet right this was definitely the case for me if I said you know I hate it when you call me stupid and fat that's not being me being emotional or anything it's like me realizing like oh my god I do not deserve to be treated like this and I want to bring it up and if that makes me seem emotional then so be it right number 10 
you're having a breakdown about them treating you like crap and they make it about themselves and how you didn't see that they were upset because they were really upset that they were making you feel like crap so they had two tears but even though you were crying and you had tears streaming down your face you should have comforted them since you didn't comfort them you're a bad person i mean right that's a kind of like a hard little situation to wrap your head around but i think it's something that we've all found ourselves in at some point lol haven't we now number 11 they make sex jokes and are super clingy to their girl best friend this kind of calls off alarm bells because you hear so many freaking stories about guys being way too close to their girl best friend and kind of something being a bit sass happening there and that was definitely the case in my last relationship right that was a massive red flag i don't know if i like want to tell you because it's like kind of embarrassing it's actually not embarrassing for me it's more embarrassing for them because they're losers like genuinely they are but basically it was like no nothing's ever happened there like you're so fucking crazy chocolate like i can't believe you think that it's weird to, like we make sex jokes with each other and like flirt with each other no no and then like when i when i broke up with him found out like a few months ago like they had been hooking up like constantly right before like i started going out with him and then during the entire relationship the girl best friend was like trying to hook up with him so i'm like okay so like basically i was right and that was weird and following on from number 11 it says that because they're so close you become the problem because they don't want you to hang out with them as much oh god that's so funny number 12 makes you feel embarrassed for wanting to try something new sexually sorry that was just like a little quick little <laughs> a quick little why did i sound like a minion laughing just then quick little water break so what's wrong with this is that you know in a relationship you need to respect other people's boundaries and that's completely fine and great and fun and everything but it's also good to be like you know why not explore something you shouldn't make someone feel embarrassed because they want to try something new when hooking up or just in general in life right that's just not very nice i look whether i'm not going to talk for everyone say this is everyone's problem but it seems as though in my age and i'm 20 i'm in my 20s right um a lot of people seem to still be shaming women for being sexually active and wanting pleasure and everything when women have just as much of a right to enjoy pleasure and want sex as a man does like why is that even a discussion that's ridiculous it's 2022 right well, it's 2023 maybe before i edit it edit this and post it it's ridiculous and i hate that and it really makes me angry because it's just something as simple as that really changes the vibe and the dynamic of any relationship and everything so i hate that makes me mad number 13 can't have a civil conversation about your relationship they just get upset and leave so they don't want to confront anything or anything like that there's a difference between feeling emotional right and just that's it like that's completely different but it's bad if you just don't want to deal with a problem because you can't be fucked basically you can't be bothered number 14 makes fun of your hobbies yes we love that right um yes you know when i was going out with a specific person i wasn't allowed to do youtube i wasn't allowed to start thinking about a podcast i wasn't allowed to sew or play lots of sports because apparently that meant that i was too much of a try hard and i wasted my time on stupid hobbies and i should be embarrassed whereas a green flag for the person that i am seeing at the moment they're the opposite they're like oh my gosh you know i'm excited for you to record and release another podcast episode another youtube video also yourself a new top because it's great that you're investing time in a hobby and a skill wow complete flip side and that's amazing number 15 doesn't want to talk to you about your day because you'll tell them anyways um can you tell that one was like direct thing that's happened so basically what i mean by that is that like they're like you're gonna tell me anyway so that's why like don't even ask and that's the same thing as number 16 they say i don't have to tell you you're pretty because you already know it and everyone tells you anyway so i don't need to tell you because it's gonna boost your ego <laughs> 
like what the heck i find it so funny because i wrote these so freaking long ago but it's just so funny number six 17. Doesn't like public affection because it's cringe and gross. That's a red flag. Why are they embarrassed? They shouldn't be embarrassed to be seen with you. Number 18. Number 19. Makes fun of your financial status. So regardless of wherever you sit financially, you should not be making fun of someone. Like what the hell is up with that? Number 19. Shames on you for your uni degree. Number 20. Shames you for your past decisions, especially with other people because they're jealous that you've hooked up with other people when they've hooked up with other people, but you can't scrutinize them or tell them anything, which you don't anyways. Number 21. Makes you feel embarrassed for drinking, even though they drink all the time, but you're not allowed to be drunk. And if you get too drunk and throw up, you're an embarrassment and you're a loser, apparently. Allegedly. Number 22. Makes you feel as though you're not good enough for them, the relationships, that you stay in the relationship. Um, I had this specific, very niche experience when he basically said that he didn't want me to kind of see other people's relationships and how happy they were in their relationship because then it would make me realize that I'd want to leave it and that I deserve something better, which he knew that I deserved. <laughs> kind of wild, right? Kind of crazy. Kind of scary. Number 23. Sleeping with another girl made me realize how much I love you. Please take me back. After barging into your room at midnight after a night out when you're trying to go to sleep because you have a job interview the next day. Yes, this actually happened. It happened multiple times actually, which is really awkward. And I was basically like, you're a twat. Like, why would you tell me that? I don't love you, to be honest with you. This just confirms everything for me. Like, you're just not a nice person. Like, why do you feel the need to sleep with someone else to be like, oh, I actually, just so you know, like, I actually do like love you. Like what? 24. How dare you move on with someone else? So that's so disrespectful to me when it's been three months. That's what he said. That goes along with the same things as stalking me and my new ex-boyfriend and sending photos of it to his ex-girlfriend. Because that's normal, right? Um, Stalking me on social media every day and everywhere and stalking my Snapchat location. Apparently, if I was seen hanging out with certain people, he would send it to all his friends and then talk about why I was there. What the heck? Okay, so we're up to about like 27 by now. 27. Demanding you reply to him every hour so he knows what you're up to and not talking to a new guy after you've broken up because if you don't answer him in a few hours you're selfish and you're a b-word and he's gonna spread a rumor about you around college and around uni so that no one wants you number 28 says the boys that are interested in you that he's so broken and sad since you broke up and that if they are interested in you they're gonna have to deal with him first so it puts it makes everyone not interested in you 29 you're not allowed to meet his parents this is what he said about someone that i was seeing after i broke up with him as in i was not allowed to go to that to my boy my current boyfriend now's house and meet his parents because apparently it was disrespectful to him um okay buddy Number 30, expects you to drive him everywhere, but wouldn't do the same for you. And when he gets a car, says, bugger off, I'm not going to drive you anywhere. I just want to flex it in your face because I actually paid for my car and you didn't. 31, invites you for a holiday, but spends the entire time on his phone and treats you like crap because he doesn't really talk to you on the holiday for four days. Number 32, won't let you choose a movie, but if you do, he'll criticize it the entire time and he'll spend it on his phone. 33, won't bother going for a walk with you and your dog, but will be upset if you don't want to see a million videos of his cat every day, even though you don't like cats at all. You actually really hate cats. Number 34. Doesn't have any ambitions, as in all he wants to do all day is game, go to uni occasionally, although he hates his degree, doesn't really want to do it, and drink with his friends and do drugs every so often because that's the only thing that brings him happiness in life, apparently. Number 36, I think, or 35. I keep like skipping out the numbers. I don't really know what we're up to. If I spend three hours with you, then I have to spend double the amount of time gaming. I think that one's probably one of my favorite ones from this list. I just think it's like hilarious because it's just so wild to me. Like, who 
how did I think that was acceptable? I was basically like, you know what? That's like really fair enough. He's introvert. He gets like socially anxious and like socially tired. It's fair enough. Like he wants to spend the dumb old amount of time gaming. Who says that? Like you can say, hey, I need like time to recharge my battery, but don't be like any time I spend with you, I need to spend double the amount of time doing something I enjoy because I like hate you. It's like, what? Number 36 tells everyone a year and a half after you broke up with them that you were stolen away by one of his friends. Which wasn't actually true. Can I just say that? 37 doesn't want to travel more that he doesn't want to do anything but sit on his ass all day. He doesn't appreciate other cultures and thinks that being Australian is the only thing that matters. Such red flag. I think it's such a damn red flag when people think that their culture is better than others. You can have some sort of patriot patriotism. You can be somewhat patriotic and have, you know, a nationalist identity with your country. But I think if it goes so far that you think every other country is bad and that you can't appreciate their culture, that's kind of messed up. I'm not gonna lie to you. 38 says all your mutual friends should pick him over you and how dare they stay friends with you after you guys broke up because they knew him first even though you moved to college a year after him 38 gets 30 people to interrogate you and another boy about you two hanging out and potentially dating this includes about 150 people from your college and people bitch about you for nine months number 39 Spreads rumors about me being a bitch because one of my mutual friends took care of me when I was vomiting and because I vomited, because I drank too much on his birthday, that meant that I was a horrible person and that he should have like a free free ride to do other weird stuff. Number 40, making false things up to everyone that you know to make it sound like you're getting back together and that you're obsessed with him and that you have been so miserable since you broke up with him and that you seriously regret your decision. Number 42, seems miserable around you it's kind of funny it's so freaking funny um number 43 not having aftercare after sex which makes you feel used 44 having sex with them just feels draining and you think about what math homework you have and i'd hate math doing math is probably my least favorite thing yet i was so bored while we were having sex because i wasn't allowed to say anything about what i enjoyed or anything like that so i just had to pull up with it what the heck right that's really weird i said 45 number 45 if they come smell weird hashtag bad boy hygiene um some of the last ones were a bit better aggressive and that's okay but i hope that you guys enjoyed this episode so far it's very random and kind of like funny to talk about now because what the actual heck has been going on yep Oh, oh my gosh. But now just to wrap up this, I've got one question from you guys because I put up a story about an hour ago asking you about walking red flags. So this is what someone said. Hi Charlotte, I'm trying to figure out what counts as a red flag since some things seem orange or green but aren't actually. What do you think of a boy who replies to you every few days? Is he being cool and collected or is he just not that into me? Okay, I think it depends what you mean by every few days because the reality is people are are quite busy so people aren't always going to be able to reply straight away and everything but I think if someone is intentionally trying to ignore you to make it sound cool like play a game then that's a bit of a different story and that's not very cool in my opinion. I think it's actually quite rude and yeah, I mean if it really bothers you you can always ask them and be like oh what have you been up to or something like I would only bring up the conversation of like, oh, like you've been leaving me like undelivered for a while. Like if you're quite close. Otherwise, I think it's a bit like demanding if you ask that. Also, like, don't worry about it. I'm sure it will all work itself out and just in good time. So, yeah, this is something else. Someone just submitted something. 
If they try to insert themselves into other areas of your life, like work or your hobbies, this could be an early red flag. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess so. I think if they are excessively trying to push themselves into your life and like kind of like love bombing, that's not ideal, right? But I think it's also up to you to kind of see how much of a red flag or orange flag you think that is, because sometimes it could be like an orange one, you know? But yes, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode of something a little bit different. I might do one about green red flags. I mean, sorry, not green red flags, but green flags in friendships and relationships. So you can kind of see the difference and kind of just see what you think would work best. As always, lots of love from me. This is a very different episode. And I feel like, oh my gosh, I kind of like told you a bit too much. Like there was some red flags that I quickly had to delete because I was like, there's no way I'm saying that live on a podcast. Join me next week on Thursday for So What's New. And remember to subscribe to my TikTok, which is So What's New Pod. And to my Instagram, which is at Charles C-H-A-R-F-R-A-N-C-O-I-S-E. Thank you so much. Bye. Love you.